Welcome to the Barely Living Dread Girls podcast, where we like to get high and talk about horror movies. I'm Casey. And I'm Jess. And it has been so long. So long. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. I've had... It, it has touched my heart with the amount of people that have reached out or come up to me and asked, you know, like, when are you guys making another episode? Like, I'm all caught up and like, like, I can't even tell you how much that just absolutely melts my heart into a puddle on the floor. I'm actually going to need a mop to clean that up later. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, and a mop. For this wet ass. Emotions. Emotions. <laughs> So, uh, yes, it has been forever. We uh, needed a mental health break and just a break in general. We had too much going on. Uh, Holidays, 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 and then a lot of sickness. I got COVID. I was really sick. Big crazy thing. Um, But we're back. Uh, There's a couple new things on the podcast set. Uh, Our friend Katie got me that beautiful little... uh, uh, What thing that they burned down in Midsommar? I don't... Tent? Like barn... It burns Shed. down and it's burning right now. And I've just got a lot of cool little things. So um, you can't see, but there's an awesome ghost face rug down here. It's so comfy. So we're just so glad to be back. It just feels, I feel so refreshed. Like I'm going to get back to actually putting really funny clips in and like putting more time into it and not just kind of putting the sound in and sending it on its way. Cause I just, you know, got a little crazy. Um, but yeah, I just feel so refreshed. We're so excited. And we are starting off with possibly if if it's not my favorite movie of 2023 then it's in my top three um we're starting with saw x yes baby i don't know if you could tell yes doing my little little billy today i've got my shirt says i survived his game i got it when i went to vegas and i did the saw escape room which 10 out of 10 recommend if you ever get the chance it is i've done three escape rooms now i think that was my favorite um but I don't think I would survive his game in real life. I have a Band-Aid. Yeah. Um, I cut myself earlier making Din Din. Um, and it's just a small cut. But it needed a butterfly Band-Aid because it bled for like 40 minutes. But um, I freaked out. And I was being a big baby about it. But Jeff was just like holding it closed while he was eating his dinner. And I cried a little. And I don't like blood. I don't like real blood. <laughs> I don't like real things. That's why I don't do true crime. And I don't do blood. And that's why I didn't make it to medical school. Plus, I'm not smart. So, um, I told her I like to save blood. the blood. I told her to save it, and I would wear it as makeup. Yeah, it, all issues. it went into three paper towels. At least it didn't go into the dinner that I could taste. No, it was after I made dinner. Okay, mm, it went into the dessert. No, I'm just kidding. It was a little coppery at the end. A little just at the finish. Uh, <laughs> so, um, a lot of good horror movies did come out in 2023. I hope to cover quite a few of them, which we covered a couple. Scream, uh, Megan. Um, yes. which I think those three, Scream, Megan, and Saw X, were my three favorites of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Scream 6 is probably my favorite just because of what it is, but Saw X, this is a return to form. This is everything. If you're a Saw fan, this is everything you've wanted for a while, and it. I'm so excited to hear Jess's thoughts. I have no idea how she feels about this. I'm going to state right now, I fucking loved this movie. This might be my favorite in the franchise, except for, I guess, the first one. Um, it, it blew me away. I fucking love this. This is Tobin Bell's best work. I'm obsessed with this movie. I've seen it three times now. I saw it twice in theaters. The day it came out, Katie and I went to go see it. And then I took Jeff to see it like a week later because I was like, bitch, you have to see this movie. 
And then for the podcast, I bought it on Amazon Prime and I watched it again and I'm obsessed. So I'm going to kick it over to you because I want to hear your initial. This is spoiler free. And yes, it's a Saw movie. So yes, there are spoilers. I'm going to kick it over to Jess for some spoiler free first thoughts. Okay. Spoiler free first thoughts. Um, <clears throat> I really didn't even watch any previews for this movie. I Good. went into it not knowing a thing about it. Um, I somehow managed to avoid all of that. Love that. Um, oh, question. Did you know the timeline before you went in? Did you know it took place between one and two? I did not. Okay. So you didn't know it. Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. Okay. I knew that it was John Kramer and Amanda. That's interesting to know how confused you were then. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I truly think it was beautiful. It was so... I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I cried in theaters. I, I cried. I, I definitely cried. I cried at a Saw movie. I started crying. I looked over at Katie. She was crying. And we were like, are we crying at a Saw movie? Like, literally. And not like I wasn't... Like, not out of scaredness. Not out of laughing. I've laughed so 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 hard. I've cried at some movies. But... I hurt. Out of pure hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Genuine hurt. I <laughs> truly... Yeah, I think it. I think it's a fantastic movie. Yes. I'm really excited to and, get into uh, it. Yeah. So if you like, just didn't know anything about it beforehand and want to uh, obviously turn this off and go watch it because we're gonna spoil everything. Um, but even not even spoiler free, it does take place between the first and second movie, which is why we have Tobin Bell, uh, which is John Kramer. He is our main 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 character. We are with him through the whole movie. We haven't done that ever. Um, we barely got him in the first one. Technically, he was in the whole movie, but not really. (laughs) The second one, we got a lot of him in it, but it was Donnie Wahlberg's movie. It was Duddit's movie. So, uh, (laughs) you guys better be watching this visually. You get a lot of funny things that you don't get just listening. Honestly. I don't blame you. Watch it on YouTube. Of course. But, um, so we got a lot of Tobin Bell in the second one, but he's sitting the entire time. He's sitting at one desk. He doesn't do anything. He's using uh, an oxygen mask for most of it. He's dying of cancer. Again, it's Duddit's movie. In the third one, we get quite a bit of him. uh, But, and it's him and Amanda, but it's Linda Denlin's movie, obviously, and Jeff's movie. Slow ass motherfucking Jeff. Um, But, and, but again, John Kramer's in the hospital bed the entire time. And then obviously he dies at the end of that one. We get his autopsy at the beginning of four. And, sorry, I love this whole timeline. And we only get him in flashbacks from there on out. Mm -hmm. And then we get all the way up to Jigsaw, which Jigsaw is a prequel technically of the first one. It technically happens before all of the games. At least half the movie does. The other half takes place concurrently. Presently. Um, So anyway... We get him in that, but just at the very, very end, because it's another prequel. And then, obviously, Spiral is just a spinoff, essentially. It's in the same universe, but we only get him in a picture, which is the least John Kramer we get. This is the most. Tobin Bell, first of all, for 80, he looks amazing. He does. Incredible. I can't believe he's 80. 80 years old. He takes his shirt off at one point and is, like, standing in the mirror, and I'm like, damn, you look good. He acted his fucking ass off. He is capital a acting he put his whole pussy into it oh my god he is his whole solace pussy his whole solace and billy has a bussy because it's billy's pussy and billy's right there and right here (laughs) 
So, um... You, you missed us. Yes. We know you missed us. Jesus. <laughs> so we are going to start getting into spoilers. Obviously, we loved this. If you are a Saw fan, go watch it. It's, it's a return to form. It was, uh... Anyway, yeah, we're going to get into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime right now. You can buy it for, like, 15 bucks. So do something about it. Yeah. We are going to get into this now. Um, so this was directed by Kevin Greutert, I think is how you pronounce his last name. And this is the man you want running your Saw movie. He edited the first and second movie. No, no, no. Sorry. I don't think he was a part of one and two, but he edited like three and four and then directed like five, six, seven and Jigsaw. And then directed this one and I think edited this and... We talk about directors a lot. We talk about producers sometimes. We talk about writers a lot. I think editors get overlooked a lot, and especially in a horror movie, your editor, if anyone knows your movie, your editor knows your movie. Mm -hmm. And for someone who edited so many of these, and you know what? I think he edited like one, two, three, and then like four, five, six, seven, Spiral, I think he directed. Oh, yeah. And then the writers of six, seven, Jigs, or seven, Spiral, and jigsaw i think is the writer of this one or the two writers peter goldfinger and josh stolberg i think um which is surprising because i didn't love seven as like that's the 3d one but i I like it because it's still got that soap opera element that i love with my saw movies but it doesn't like i didn't jigsaw was fine i didn't love it but i didn't really like spiral much at all just it had that chris rock comedy that I'm like it's fine one way or another I can take it or leave it but I don't want it in my Saw movie no you can take it right out of my Saw movie there was some funny moments and like funny to me in this yeah oh no I was talking about in um Spiral I know I'm just saying like this was hilarious this there were a lot of funny things that happened in this movie but I can I can I Chris Rock I'm with you I could take we have it a rope it. I laughed my ass off so anyway uh all that to say I'm so happy that this exists, and I'm so excited for what they bring to the um, table. When I went into this, I knew it was between the first and second one. So this does happen. This happens shortly, just a few weeks after the events of Saw 1, shortly before Saw 2. So he has his cancer, um, and Amanda has been through her first trap, her bear trap thingy, but she has not been to the drug house where she gets thrown in the pit of needles in the second one. So it's between these two. He's dying of cancer. This is... I mean, from the start of the movie, it's his face. On the title card, it's his face. He is getting, like, an MRI and uh, trying to figure out his, um, how to fucking cure his cancer. And it's funny because one of my other favorite movies in the franchise is Saw 6, which is the healthcare one, where it's the guy from the insurance health insurance place and he has to go through like all the people in his office because he's got that like algorithm for insurance <laughs> the reason he has to go through that is because john kramer had a an experimental cancer treatment that he wanted to try but his insurance said well we're not going to cover that pretty sure it was this treatment right here that they That's would not cover crazy. it's policy john it's policy And if you go outside the system and seek out this treatment, which has been deemed ineffective, you will be in breach of policy and you will be dropped from coverage completely. So these things always fucking connect. If you don't think they connect, they do. And if you don't care, that's fine. No, that's cool. I never, like, 
it's been a minute since I've rewatched all the Saw movies. Yeah. And so, like, hearing you talk I about them, them in October, actually, yeah. all of them. Yeah. So bringing it, it's it's bringing it back to the forefront. So that's good for me. Yeah. And honestly, even if you haven't seen them in a while, like, yes, there are things that like you can connect if you're a super fan like me. But you're not going to be that lost. Like, Jeff had only seen the first, second, and third one when he saw Saw X. But I knew that he didn't need to because it's between the first and second one. So it's not going to be referencing stuff from Saw 7 because mm-hmm. that hasn't happened yet. Right. The only other thing I knew about this is one of my favorite characters from this franchise was going to be back. And I waited the whole fucking movie and it it was so worth the wait. It culminated in my favorite scene in the whole movie. So, um, my first, um, note is literally just, oh my god, that rusty Lionsgate logo. And then that twisted pictures. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just, it gets it me. It takes gets you me back. High. Yeah. It's the exact same thing it was in 2004. And you're just like, yep, I am watching a fucking Saw movie, man. That's 20 years ago. Yes. That's insane. How is he still playing the same character? And it's believable. I know. Like, he's making a prequel 20 years later. Yeah. It's... Or, like, a, you know, a a prequel to one, a sequel to... But a character who's carried a franchise for 19 years, but has been dead for 15 of those? Like... But is still, like, this... I don't know. There's just something about it. And... If you are a Saw person who likes the soporatic, like, over-the-top, the twists and turns, like, you're gonna like this movie. It doesn't, um, we'll get into my thoughts later about <laughs> what I was about to say. Um, I wrote, God, he looks incredible. Um, so. I said, you want me to die easy? Easy. Yeah, he's talking to his doctor, and his doctor's basically like, Nothing we can do about it. Just uh, take it easy. And he's like, you want me to die easy? Okay. Okay, buddy. Um, So he's in group at one point, And I just expect Dr. Gordon to just be in the back just doing that slow clap from like six or seven that he does. Because he ends up being an accomplice. I don't, I can't with this fucking <laughs> franchise. God, my fucking finger hurts so bad. Um, I'm a baby. Uh, no, I can In group, we meet Henry Kessler. Um, if you would like to, uh, he is uh, someone who is also dying from cancer. Who we meet just a little bit later. He runs into John at a coffee shop, but he's no longer dying of cancer when he meets John again. He's got a big scar on his stomach. Why? Why is he no longer dying of cancer, Jess? Because he went to this experimental treatment facility that. Uh, Uses the method of removing the tumor and then a cocktail. Drug cocktail. A drug cocktail to reverse some, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Basically, science. They yeah. cure cancer He's is saying, what they are preaching. Yes. And this guy. Even like the most terminal of cancers. Yes. 90% success rate. So, I mean, this literally, like, this is a dream come true for someone like him. Like, he's saying all the right things. Mm-hmm. But I did skip over something very important. Yes, you did. For After the first time he meets Henry, he then, he's in the hospital. It's when he has that meeting with his doctor. His doctor tells him to die easy. He sees a, uh, a custodial worker uh, that works for the hospital in a patient's room. Uh, the uh, worker 
opens an, a drawer and there's like jewelry, like a watch and something else. And, and a he, wallet. And he grabs it and stops. And we see sweet John Kramer peeping through the window, <laughs> looking and like seeing. He's looking in your window and snatching your people up. And he's saying, I fucking see you stealing. And guess what you don't want to do in front of John Kramer? Anything. Yeah. Anything wrong. Anything. One Don't of the even things jaywalk. I, one of the things I love about this movie is this is <clears throat> these are characters in the traps that you're like, yeah, fuck you. You're a fucking piece of shit. You kind of deserve this. Whereas like the third one, it's like you take antidepressants to hide the pain. It's like okay, or like that in like one of the later ones, he's like, this guy's a smoker. Okay, <laughs> like, honey. I know you're mad. There's a lot of worse people. Oh, like a lot. Like he watch watch one episode. I can't go one day without talking about Chris Hansen. Watch one episode of SVU. To catch a predator. To catch a predator. Because this is real. Chris Hansen. His new his new show. Take down. I love it. With Chris Hansen. (laughs) With Chris Hansen. So um, while. We are watching this happen. We suddenly cut to, oh shit, it's a fucking saw trap. It's shot like a saw trap. The colors get all fucking blue and green and crazy. And the editing is all, and it's all all going around I want to get cozy. You look so cozy. I am so cozy. And it's this guy, and he's in a trap. And it is, like, this is such an iconic trap. It is the poster for the movie. It's the X for, like, it is the poster. Do you want to describe the trap? Sure. So, his trap has, um, he's essentially, you know, tied down to this chair. His fingers have these wires attached to them, like, and they're being kind of pulled backwards. And then he has these tubes attached to his eyes. And essentially, in a reference to sticky fingers, because he's always making metaphors, he has to turn the knob. I was going to say, his traps are always very on the nose. Like, he makes them very, like, you know what you do. You know what I mean? Like, this is obvious why I'm... Right. So, yeah, just had to turn the knob five times to break every single one of his fingers back. Or his eyeballs were going to get sucked out by these vacuum tubies. Yes. Sucked the fuck out of his head. He takes a very interesting approach of one by one, rather than just crank it to ten and, like, let them all break at once. Uh, like I would do. Uh, my, yeah, like I would do, says the baby. Uh, so, my favorite part about this trap, other than hearing that sweet, sweet, for the first time in like years, you know, like a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, your hair looks so pretty in those curls. Sorry. Uh, thank you. My only other, or my favorite part about this trap is I, I've been racking my brain trying to think of another one. I think it's the only trap in the entire franchise that if failed, you don't die. You just get your eyeballs sucked out. That's normally the win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every other trap, if you lose, you're dead. Yeah, that's true. That was the first one I've seen that was like, oh, he, he lost, but he still lived. But guess what? 
it was a fake out. <laughs> that is what, that's what fucking got me. It was like this iconic trap. It's on the posters. And then it wasn't even real. I loved that. It was so good. But it just shows you it was how so cunty. fucked up and quick his mind works. It was so cunty. It was cunty. And I think that's part of the reason, and maybe this is just me giving too much credit, I don't know. I think that's maybe why it didn't end with death, because this was just his initial, like, oh, I'm gonna do some shit like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't get that far, because before anything happens, the guy puts everything back, closes the drawer, and then he sees John. And he's like, oh shit, I'm glad I put that back. So, he doesn't get put in a trap because he didn't steal, he almost stole. But I can't take antidepressants. It's like, clearly he's done that before. Can't smoke a cigarette? I mean, I don't, but... But, like, you shouldn't be... Anyway. There's some other... Like, there are very few people in this franchise that I'm like, oh, they deserve that. Like, that fat... That bigger guy in, I think, the fifth... I think it was the fifth one where he like sexually assaulted all those women and had to like get his eyes poked out. He deserved that. Um, some people just don't like even Donnie Wahlberg's character. Like he put away a lot of innocent people in prison. Like there are certain people who deserve the things. His son didn't. Yeah. Those the the drug Amanda didn't. She was just a drug addict. You know what I mean? Like that's bad for her. Yeah. But, bro, come on. You know what I think. Because in the first movie, there are, other than the drug addict one, there's, like, a few people, most of the people in that one are like, you probably shouldn't be doing what you're doing. You're kind of a bad person. And then this movie happens, and he gets so pissed that he hates everyone, and if you do anything, and I mean anything, even if it's not wrong, you're getting put in a trap. You come across me, you're getting put in a trap. And I think it's because this movie happened, and he was just really mad after this. Wouldn't you be? Uh, yeah. I think he's more jaded after this. Because, I mean, even even in this movie, we see a point, like, after he gets this phone call about this experimental treatment, which we'll get to in just a second, he is, like, does, like, we see him sketching a new trap, and he tears it up and throws it away, and to me, I'm like, maybe this new treatment, like, is a new outlook on life for him, mm-hmm. and then to be fucked up the way that it was, I mean, I can understand how someone would be jaded, so. They took away saying. every ounce of hope he had, Yeah, you know? Um, we keep getting distracted. I yep. love this. I'm so excited. So, um. <laughs> so we're back to Henry. Who he we does. Met yes. So he, he says, hey, I met this doctor. He has this really crazy treatment. Now I'm cured. Go tell him. So he's watching these uh, videos of Dr. Finn Peterson and then Dr. Cecilia Peterson, who is our other, who is our antagonist for the movie. Um, she, like, she says all the right words, all these buzzwords that like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Surgery and then drugs and you're all cured, and it makes sense that, you know, she because she has to work out of the United States. Her father's working out of Finland. I think she's in Mexico. That's where we end up in the movie. We have a lot of 2004 technology. Like, they, like, made it very clear. It's, like, 2004. Like, the, the phones. There, there are like flip a Blackberry. There are flip phones abound. <laughs> it is very obviously 2004. Um, This is the first Saw movie that, like, we're outside a lot. There's sunlight in this movie. We never get sunlight in a Saw movie. Yeah. So, anyway, he calls Cecilia Peterson. She's like, hey, we have a drug treatment or a treatment starting in Mexico next week. I'll see you there. And it's like, we know that he doesn't get cured. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can see the hope in him. He's like, oh, 
I'm gonna live. Yeah. <laughs> Not for long. Yeah. It's really sad. It really is. But, um, you know, they have a driver pick him up in this cab. And what is his name? Diego, I think. I think so. And he's just just a goofy little guy. Yes. Uh, he's very sweet. Um, takes him just kind of around to some of the spots. He's taking him on his way to the facility, and they, like, it looks like they're getting carjacked, but it's, like, just part of the process. This part was really weird. Yeah, they, like, got intercepted by this black van, and these, like, dudes in ski masks and assault rifles popped out. Who are you? Where are you going? What's your name? John Kramer. Don't you fucking lie to Like, look me in the eye. And he's like, my name is John Kramer. I'm not lying to you. This fragile old man is just, like... What is he going to do to you? I know. But apparently, yeah, it's part of the thing. Yes. So nobody can know where they are. Yes. Because we'll find out why later. But. So um, he gets to this facility. He meets Gabriella, who is kind of just the, um, like, welcoming committee. Basically takes him into his room. Um, he meets Cecilia Peterson. She, I think... Eventually, she takes him to meet all the other people. Mateo is his doctor, and then Valentina is his anesthesiologist, essentially. And, and so Gabriella are... was the one that was helping with his bags and letting him into the house and yes. showing him around. And so those are our main people for the rest of the movie. I'd remember those names if I were you. Oh, and then there's Parker. Parker, not Parker Peterson, but Parker something. Um, He is the patient that John sees when he first walks up. He just got thyroid surgery because he's got thyroid cancer. So And there's... Mateo. Mateo is the doctor. Yeah, yeah, okay, um, yeah. Dr. Mateo, and then Valentina, the tech, and then Parker, the patient, and then Gabriella. And got then, it. of course, Cecilia Peterson. Got it, got it, So, got it. um, he, uh, meets all those people, and then one morning, he can't sleep because he's very excited about his surgery, and there's a little boy outside with a broken bike, and it just, like, the way he looks like he's working on this bike looks like me trying to fix ever anything. It's just, like, he's just, like, hitting it with a hammer. Like, that's just, like, like, hot rod when... Bang! Like, bang! Bang! When What's she, up, Denise? What's up, Denise? <laughs> yes! Thank you! I knew you would know. Hey, Rod! Oh! Denise, what's up? Not much. So that looked like me trying to fix something. So, but anyway... But he, it was wholesome. It was so meets, sweet. I think this is Diego. Or no, what's the little boy's name? I can't remember. Carlos? Carlos, you're Is right. Is it Carlos? He meets this little boy. He, uh, the little boy doesn't speak English, and of course he doesn't speak Spanish. And he, But he, like, fixes his bike, and he's, like, he teaches him how to say pull, which is hala. And so that comes back later. So he makes this little friend, and they love each other. And this little boy is so cute. He's just adorable. Um, so, Carlos. Carlos, yes. So this is little Carlos. And then, so, Awesome. He has his surgery. There's a moment in the surgery where he's, because he's, like, it's the kind of surgery where you're, like, half awake. And he, like, sees it on the monitor and that it's happening and all this other stuff. And then he wakes up and it's like, oh, shit, you're cured. Like, high five, go on with your life. And it's such a sweet moment. And it's like, you're kind of forgetting you're watching a Saw movie. Because it's, like... Just it's and I mean they're all shot pretty well, but this is just so, shot so beautifully. It feels light. It feels like the there is a sense of lightness and like the like you said, Hope. there's a lot of 
natural lighting in this. A lot of... Which we never get. You know, big windows. Open spaces. A lot. It's not it's all industrial. It's such a different vibe. And even, like... Even, like, the warehouse where this is happening. Mm -hmm. Looks different. It looks different. But it still feels like it pays homage to all the stuff. Like, there's very specific giallo lighting that, like, they've obviously used since the beginning. They've Mm -hmm. used very specific lighting. But they don't just stick to those blues and greens. There are very specific pinks and reds that are used throughout this. Um, But basically, she's like, okay, go on with your life. That's awesome. He's all happy he has a bandage on his head that he's not allowed to touch or take off sus um and he uses like math or science or something he's an engineer uh to figure out where the facility was because when those people the masked people took him they he couldn't see where he was going because you're not allowed to know where the facility is and he really wanted to say goodbye to everyone and gabriella had given him a bottle of tequila yeah. And so he wanted to return yep. the favor. Also, I just want to say that, like, being in and out of consciousness, like they said he would be during a surgery, is, like, my worst fucking nightmare. We, it just seems so normal to me because we do, so I worked at, I work at a cataract facility and our patients are awake because you have to keep your eyes open. But you don't remember it. So, like, when something like that happens, if you're, like, partially awake... Like, if you're given Versed or something, which is what we give our patients, when you come out of it, you don't remember it. Like, you were awake, but when you are when you fully wake up afterward, you're like, oh, I, I don't remember being awake for any of that. So, like, you don't remember that when you wake up, or it'd be a little scarier. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, it was so gross, like, watching him poke around in his brain and shit. Like, blueberry cheesecake. Ew, yeah. So, <laughs> this is our first twist. Oh, my God. Because the place is empty. And his little surgery area that he was in is destroyed. And his little video of his brain surgery that he saw was a fucking tape. It was from a fucking medical tape. Like, Like this is how you do brain surgery. Like something you'd show in a fucking college class. And then he takes off his bandage thingy. And there's nothing. They didn't his cut hair is still him. there. They didn't even shave his head. They didn't even shave his fucking head. He thought head. they might have at least shaved his head. But then again, if I was Tobin Bell, I wouldn't want my head shaved. Um, but yeah, it, it, he's like, oh shit. And then he throws the bottle of tequila and you're like, wow. Like imagine fucking over. Like they, and they say later, I think they've fucked over 34. 34. Yeah. So imagine 33 people you've gotten through and that's still not enough money for you. And then of all the people in the world, all the people dying of cancer, you picked Oh, fuck. You picked him. That's not good. That's... It's really not good for you. Good for me, because this movie happens. So, of course, first thing he does, he calls... Gets on the phone and he says, Detective. And I had to keep myself from screaming in the theater, because all I knew was Hoffman was back. I love Hoffman. Not everyone loves that, like, timeline, that, like, whole thing. The Hoffmanator is everything to me. Him just fucking knifing people in their chin at the end of that seventh one. I'm I'm all for it. I I think he is hysterical. His fucking Sylvester Stallone looking ass. I love him and his pretty lips. And so when he got on the phone, he's like, "Detective, I need you to help find these some people." I'm like, "Oh, I know who that is." Ah! Um, so I was really excited for that. Um, 
he the first one he gets to is uh diego mm-hmm, the cab driver. cab driver who also turned out to be one of the people in masks his surgeon during his surgery mm-hmm. he traps him and we get our first real trap of the movie and some may say wow we're like 30, 40 minutes into this Saw movie. I can't believe that this is our first real trap. Isn't that a little slow for a Saw movie? Yeah, it might be. Without Tobin Bell's fantastic acting this entire time. And just the the story of it. You're so invested, even though you know it's not going to work. The first half of this movie is 100% like what sold me on it. Yes. It was... Like, I, I was like, I am so, rooting for him so hard. I literally wrote, I know it's not going to work, but, like, I want it to work. And yeah. then, like, you then have- I, I, I was gaining hope, even though I knew. I was like, this movie has me so entrapped that I'm like. But I've seen his <sighs> autopsy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, but, like, and it gives you, once they are in these traps, you're like, these are actual bad, except for maybe Gabriella. But especially Cecilia Peterson. Like, this is a bad person. You want to see her. In a trap, die horribly. You know what I mean? Yes. She doesn't. Spoiler alert. She lives. Anyway, that's my other fault with this movie. Um, but, like, it, it gives us that buildup and that emotional, like, part of the movie that you need for this to work. Whereas, for, like, something compared to, like, Hostel. Hostel 2 works more for me than Hostel 1 does because I care more about the characters in Hostel 2 than I do in Hostel 1. So I don't want to see it happen to them as much. So those horrible things that happen are more like, oh, that's crazy. Like, yes, I want to see it happen. I want to watch it because I'm watching this movie. But I'm like, oh, not that character. Whereas the first one, Paxton and all of them, I'm like, oh, fuck them, dude. Yeah, do that. They're the worst. Make it worse. Like, they're bad characters, so you don't care about them as much. This gives you all the emotional core of it. And, like, especially, like, you see Gabriella. Yeah. Because you see her in the facility. She's beautiful. She's lively. She's got makeup on. She's in a dress. And then you see her later, and she looks like hell. Mm -hmm. Like, she's getting pills from, um, I assume ketamine. From I think they said she was addicted to... Um... Anyway, from Mateo later, he, she's getting some drugs from him, and she just, like, she looks awful, and you have a lot of sympathy for her because you see her in active addiction, and that is why Amanda feels so much for her. Um, yeah. So. That part, I was like, yeah. I was like, she has a, such a soft spot for her. She wanted her to get out so bad. She literally said, sometimes we get caught up in things that aren't really and she's like trying so hard to be like but john she didn't mean it and it's like but then she has a chance you know what i mean she has her chance Mm -hmm. technically hers is the worst anyway uh, yeah so um do you want to explain um diego's trap sure with his little arms yes so (laughs) he has these Things pipe like bombs. Pipe bombs, like, attached to his arms, and his hands are, like, duct taped with these, like, Knife. knives. Razor blades. Of sorts. Scalpels, I assume. I keep hitting this microphone. I'm so sorry. I'm talking too much with my hands. I haven't done this in a minute. <laughs> we'll get back into it. Yeah. So he's got, like, these, like, razor blade things, and the tape's, like, it's not gonna, not gonna cut through the cables. The cables. You have to, like, 
cut it, like... Cut the flesh from your arm. So basically it's like... It's not around the bone, but it's through all the skin, like these cables are, so it's holding up all this part of the skin. So you have to cut it out from the skin because you can't cut the cables. And there's like four cables. So he, uh, I gotta give him props because he just goes ham on it. He just immediately is like, all right. And he like, at one point, like gets it off his teeth. Oh, yeah. And he like, I was worried, what I was worried was gonna happen is he's gonna get him off and then like. The pipe mom was going to, like, drop, and he was going to, like, take a breather and going to die anyways. But he kicked that motherfucker. Diego wanted to live. He had the will to live. That Absolutely. Man, I kind of, at that moment, I was like, oh, my God, are they all going to, like, survive, survive their traps? Oh, my God. I was like, that would be fucking batshit. So, like, in my mind, I was kind of, like, hyping myself up for that. I a movie where everyone wins their traps. That's exactly kind of, like, what I thought was going to happen. I would Love that. Oh, I would love that. So, yes, he does. But yeah, he his. survives. He immediately gives him his first aid kit. Like, John is a man of his word. He'll get you your medical attention once you win his trap. <laughs> also, what I thought was really cool and different about this movie is, like, John is there and involved. Yes. And watching everything happen, not through cameras, but nope. up close and personal. And he's not explaining. Like, since this one was a bomb, he's not standing next to Diego. He's, like through a glass Mm -hmm. um but yeah he's not on a recording telling you i want to play a game he is looking right at you like motherfucker i'm gonna watch you play this game well he still had a tape hanging because remember the diego had to like punch it with his little fucking right his little fucking you are right weird hook hand yeah he is more involved (laughs) yes you're right but he was still standing there watching him through the glass listening to this tape of his voice that was really uneasy for me i was like oh that's creepy (laughs) but Um, yeah it was go diego you wanted to, you wanted to live. Uh, so yes. Uh, and then next he captures, and this guy we find out later gives him all the information on the rest of the people, basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, Squealed like a piggy. Yes. Uh, next he captures Valentina, um, working at John, uh, who was, uh, not going to pay her, but was still going to take her services and that is the politest way I can explain what is about to happen to Valentina in that car. Yeah, he was trying to assault her. Yeah, that. And all of a sudden, the window breaks from behind her in the car. And then, like, we see... On the other side. On the other side. Open the door. Snatched her out. Snatching your people up. Snatching your people up. That's what John Kramer's always been doing. But I doubt it's him doing all that physical work. Right. I think we know who it is. <gasps> she got a terrible haircut in this movie. <laughs> um, so then uh, next we see Gabriella buying, I don't know, a special K or something from uh, Mateo, mm-hmm. who works at a like vet's office, but he's like not anything medical. Like I think he's just the custodial worker. And I don't mean just custodial, like but he was playing a doctor is what I'm trying to say. Right. Um, so. Uh, she, do they take her, them next? Well, oh, she, yeah. Yeah, she goes to the club. She yes. goes to the sketchy club and then she goes into the bathroom and goes into one of the stalls to where she sits on the stall, like on the toilet and she starts to take her pills. And she sees somebody very um, reminiscent of twenty eight uh, twenty eighteen Halloween for me. Yes, right in front of the like feet in front of the bathroom door, very creepy. 
There were no teeth involved. Would have been cooler if there were, but it's not very soft. True. <laughs> would have been really cool, though. But it seems like something Amanda would do, though. Amanda's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, Amanda would pull some shit like that. Just to freak them out. Yes. But yeah, so, so she sneaks out and... Aw, pigged. She got pigged. Yeah, uh, she... Like, has mace out to mace Amanda, but then Amanda grabs the mace and fucking right in her goddamn eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Right in Gabrielle's eyeballs. After she, like, kicked the bathroom door and, like, knocked her over, like, gave her a fucking bloody nose and knocked her over. And, uh, let's see. She uses a cattle prod on Mateo, gets him. And then when she gets Cecilia, I think this is shot so cool. Cecilia's, like, rich. So she's got this, like, all, like, glass house, basically. And she's, like, standing in a room on the first floor, like, on her monitors looking at the security cameras. And right before she sees it, we see, because we're, like, at a shot out in the yard so we can see the first floor, she's standing right here, and there's, like, glass. Second floor, all glass. And then on the roof, there's someone walking across the roof. And right right as she sees it, they, like, slam this fucking brick all the way down through it. And it happens. It just, and then, yeah. It was so fucking cool. It was just such a creepy, like, an actual creepy horror movie shot that, like, you would see in, like, a home invasion movie. Hush, or something like that in a Saw movie. You're like, oh, that's scary. It was scary. And I was just like, why the fuck is your ceiling glass? Yeah. But anyways, I digress. She goes to get in her car. Because she's shattering the glass ceiling for women everywhere. No, she's not. She's a horrible person. She is. But (laughs) she gets in her car, and then all of a sudden, someone's in the back seat. By the way, I want to make a compilation of horror characters saying, I've got a gun, but they don't have a gun. Like, it happens all the time. Like, immediately I thought of Justin Long in Barbarian. Oh, my gosh. Like, I want to make a compilation of just a bunch of dumb horror characters saying, I've got a gun, but they have no gun. I love it. You should do it and put it in this video. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I've got a gun! No, sir. No, you um, don't. So, yeah. And then in the back seat is John. And then right in the window, little Amanda. I wrote John and Amanda back in action. (laughs) On the road again. (laughs) I can't wait to get on the road again. Uh, so... That game is over, and a new one begins. And then we wake up, and there's four people in our rear house, and it's Mateo, Valentina, Gabriella, and Cecilia Peterson. Come on down! Woo! Welcome to the game. And you have to play. Otherwise, you'll just be stuck here forever. Or you're kicked out from the slumber party. Or you'll just die horribly. Yeah, but you don't really have any good options here. You really don't. (laughs) I Uh, just love he's speaking metaphorically. He does that a lot. I thought that line was fucking hilarious. Oh my god, yeah. Amanda is so funny in this movie. She is... Okay, we've talked a lot about Tobin Bell and how great he is acting. She's having a blast. Shawnee Smith. Smith. She looks incredible. Her her haircut. Oh god. I don't know why they have her in this wig. It's the worst wig I've ever seen in my life. I can't with how bad the haircut is. She was giving um, big dyke energy and I wanted her to be my I wanted her to be my mommy. Mommy? Sorry. I'll be her pillow princess. She is yes. She looks so good for in this. And yeah, she's having a blast. She's fucking quipping constantly. And yeah, (laughs) she 
uh, they like they're like, hey, here's the key to your freedom because he does that a lot, and it's the Geely saw. He's she's like, I thought you said it was a fucking key, and he's like speaking metaphorically. He does that a lot. <laughs> she is so cunt in this movie. She loves it. Majorly giving cunt. I love it. So, uh, first up is Valentina, and Valentina is my favorite trap in the movie. Oh. I almost puked. Oh. <laughs> I literally, I got so viscerally nauseous. I was gagging. I literally, yeah, I was gagging for sure. Would you like to explain Valentina's trap? <sighs> it's a lot, guys. So it's called the Geely saw? The Geely saw. Geely saw. Which cuts through bones easily. So she had, she had to do a lot in three minutes. They all do, all do. Uh, she, well, yeah, no, they, yeah, her and Mateo both have a lot to do. There's, like, a lot of steps more than others. So there is one of these Geely saws in front of her, Geely? Geely, sorry. Geely saws in front of her head that will cut her head off if in three minutes she doesn't slice her own leg off and then... So she's got a a, dotted line on her leg. She cuts her leg off at the thigh. And then she has to take a, like, it looks like a dental something. I don't know, like a pump of some kind. Stick it in her. The sucky tube. Yes. Stick it in her leg. Suck out the bone marrow and get enough bone marrow to, like, weigh down this thing. They're all, like, super medically, like, sur- like medical and surgical related because, because of they, the nature yeah. of their crimes. Um, which, so, already sounds like a horrible trap. You're like, wow, that's really brutal. Um, first <sighs> of all, the MPAA didn't cut anything from any of these. They're, like, the cutting of this leg takes forever. Takes the longest And she is... Fucking screaming. Ugh. And she sticks the thing in, and honestly, the Mm. worst part of this entire movie is the image. There's so there's like this little round like strainer thing, and the blood's going through it, but it's leaving behind the marrow, which is like this white, goopy, like I don't know. I literally wanted to vomit. It was disgusting. I literally am just like. So, but uh, she is so close. I just so said, close. "Oh my god, that's so gross." Um, and she's so close, and she almost makes it, and then she went through all that, and her head gets cut off. So her legs on the floor over here, her body's on the floor there, her head's over there, her marrow's over there. This bitch is all over the damn place. She really is. I don't think that she, I don't think that she got her head in the game. Amanda told her she's just got to keep her head. She didn't have a leg to stand on. Call her Eileen. We're bad people. We're going to end up in saw traps. I just hope it ends up on the podcast. Uh. Right. Can someone <laughs> come and like talk about it for us? Hey, we might survive. <laughs> so we'd be like can i like have one last dab before i go because i know i'm not gonna make it out of this here's my big thing about these saw traps that right there was complicated he gave a very quick explanation of what to do and then walked away and gave me three minutes first of all i need 10 at least because that was a lot 
And I need you to explain the rules to me like three more times because I forgot a lot of that and my brain didn't let me pay attention and like it forgot. Uh, what was that second part? I literally the same thing because I, <laughs> by the time like she was stuck, the th- I thought she just had to cut her leg off and then I was like, oh wait, what the, f- wait, what? Her I'm leg's not- off. Why is the timer still going? My leg what is, is she off. sticking in her leg? Oh, my leg is off. And fucking Cecilia this whole time is screaming at everybody, like, do it! Shut the every, fuck up. No, 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 no. No, everyone needs the Cecilia in their life. Because a lot of old Saw victims would have been able to do it if they had a cheerleader being like, no, you can do it. Just do it. You can just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Just cut into it. You're most right. People, I just don't like her. Most I know. Most people are trying to do that for yourself. If I had a cheerleading squad for it, it's a little easier. You know what I mean? I feel like breaking all my fingers in one hand would be easier than cutting my leg off and sucking the marrow out of it. Absolutely. I'm just saying. No, I know. This is just me thinking. This is me thinking. It's on a separate note. Absolutely. No, some traps are just better than others. Some traps I'm like, I could win that. Some traps I'm like, I would just wait 60 seconds. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just not gonna, I'm just not gonna be in pain for 60 seconds and then die, rather than be in pain for 60 seconds and then die. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, oh, <laughs> Amanda very slyly put Cecilia's phone in a little rolly table right in the center of all four of them. And <laughs> they need, much like our cart that we have our little stand on that you guys technically are sitting on right now, um... And they need a rope to get it. Um, because, like, okay, let's say I'm Cecilia. Over here is Mateo, and over here is Gabriella. And, and they're the, all chained. And the thing is in the middle. So I have to get something to him to get something to her to pull the thing forward. So I need a long rope. Uh, well, there's a dead body next to me. What does a dead body have? Intestines. Now we have a rope. I was... <laughs> So, it's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. Oh, my god! And they all use it. And they get the phone, and she gets the phone, and she calls somebody, and then Amanda shocks her, of course, mm-hmm. and is like, bad dog. And I know. I was like, the shock callers. Of course. And, yeah. Let's see. What was I about to say? Another line that Amanda said that I thought was really funny was, Cliff Notes? It's going to cut your head off. It's going to cut your head off. <laughs> yes. Um, it is interesting there's no cop plot in a Saw movie. There's almost always a cop plot. That's usually our second half of the plot. And half of it's a trap, usually group trap, and then half of it is the cop. This is just all John Kramer. And I'm and obsessed. Me too. Like I said, like, so one-on-one with the victims and everything. <laughs> Do you have yours? Look at your little pockets. Um, He's got pockets. So now we actually cut to someone like banging on the thing and trying to get in. And we see it's Parker, who is the guy who was leaving his surgery when John Kramer was going into his. And so he's banging on the door like, I want my fucking money back, you fucking frauds. Ah! Yeah, he was... I knew it. <laughs> a few things in this movie got me. He didn't get me. 
I knew him. So. See, uh, at first I wrote, I was like, this guy is scammed, like, scammed them as well. Like, scammed him as well. Got scammed as well, yeah. No, I thought Parker was part of the scam. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah, so I, I was like, oh, like, if. The rest of them are, he is. Yeah, 100%. But they treat him like they don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, you'll, you'll get your money back. So, Gabriella is supposed to be next, but Amanda is like, okay, I'll keep doing this for you, but Mateo's next. And he, she, uh, she just straight up is like, no, we're not doing Gabriella next. I don't want that. And Gabriella literally says, please help me. And she's like, I just fucking did. Yeah. Like, she has so much sympathy for this, like... You would, you know? She, yeah, uh, she she really was trying to help her. Yes. So, now, it's Mateo's turn, and we get the return of Billy, Billy the Puppet! Yay! He rides in on his little tricycle. I want to ride my tricycle. I and, want to ride it where? And I... that's why he and Terrifier are besties, because they both have tricycles that they ride on together. Cute. I love them. I watched, I rewatched Terrifier 2 the other day, and for two straight days, I walked around this house going, Stop on by the Clown Cafe. Drop on by the Clown Cafe. Like, I just couldn't. Food's a little funny. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> so now it's Mateo's turn. Billy rides up on his little tricycle, and he's got a little cart, and the cart has got some medical stuff on it. And it's got a little, a little play uh, tape. Um, and he presses play. And John says, hey, guess what? Here's your game. Oh. This, this one is too. so good. I love it. Well, also, like, he's fucking wheeled in on this contraption. Like, it. Like, it looks like a um, an electric chair, basically, that he's strapped to. But there's, like, does. a mask. Like, halves of a mask on either side of his face. Oof. Would you like it? He has to do a <coughs> craniotomy on himself. Yes. And Open sacrifice a piece of his brain. Which I don't think the actual brain itself feels pain. I might be wrong about that. I know. He didn't look like he was in pain when he was poking around. There. He yeah. just looked very, like... Uncomfortable. Yeah, like twitchy. <laughs> so he gets well, a little... Uh, what if you cut the wrong... Th- oh. Sorry, yeah, you go, you you go ahead. you cut out the memory of your mother... Like, <laughs> do like, it. Damn it, I didn't mean that. Save me a lot of money in therapy, Rachel. If you're listening, I love you, but. Yeah, I said the wrong thing, damn it. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, She's missed my dead mother and dad jokes. I did. I really did. I so. Did. I have to tell you really quick. Yeah. I have a new bumper sticker on my car that says, please don't honk at me. My dad is dead. If anyone honks at you, they're a monster. Yeah, I think that's grounds to, like, put them in a saw trap. Like, you're a monster at that point. Um, Even if I drive crazy, it's still not my fault. Like, someone my dad's honk at you, dead. they're like, oh, man. Oh, now, that, that didn't feel good. Literally, that didn't feel good. <laughs> that didn't feel good. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so, he's got to cut into his head and get Ugh. to his brain and take out, like, a little, like, a little brain nugget. Just, like, a little... A brain nugget? Popcorn brain. Yeah. Deep fried. Yeah, it kind of looks like a little, like, squid tentacle or something. Just, like, a little bit. And he has to put it into this little solution. I like squid. I don't know if I do anymore. So that it dissolves. And then the enzymes, something about that, opens a door. 
and then there's a key in there, and the key unlocks him. It like, couldn't that's just a been. Lot. It couldn't have just been him cutting out a chunk of the brain and tossing it in there. Like it just it weighs a certain amount. No, it has to dissolve and then open a door that has. That's a key what fucked up a... Valentina was the whole you gotta, second half of the they fucking get the challenge. same amount as the guy who just had to turn the knob to break all five of his fingers. Like they should get a few extra minutes. I, I I'm. That's like flaws in your plan here. Doing some whole ass surgeries in three minutes. Then again, they were supposed to do a whole ass surgery on him. I understand. I do. But. He didn't do it in time. And then the mask closes and like cooks his face, I assume. Yeah. And the mask is the statue that the driver took John to see at the beginning of the movie. You know, I was wondering, I was trying to figure out the significance um, I must have just missed that part because I wrote down earlier, I was like, the way that this man is talking about the statue, it's going to be important later. And I didn't even put two and two together. Which that's, now. at the statue is where he, um, Diego's the driver, right? Mm-hmm. That's where he captures Diego is him showing these two ladies the statue. But then, yes, this the mask is the same face as the statue itself. Okay, yeah. So he dies. That sucks. On to the next one. Oh, uh, I said this man wasted an entire fucking minute, though. I do. They always do. He wasted the first they entire minute. They always do. They always fucking do. And that's that's part of the reason that I'm like, maybe he does give them enough time. Because they do waste a lot of time trying to be like, no, no, no. And, like, trying to get out of the trap. You're obviously not going to. Yeah. He's clearly thought of that. Like, yeah. get to it. Get busy Living or get busy dying. Buddy. Yes, yeah. So, uh, and then Gabriella's next. We hate a lot of these traps because uh, we spent the first half of the movie not doing this. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these traps, there's not a lot in between because there's no sense for it to be. There's no like uh, like extra plot, side plot. There's no flashbacks. Yep. It's just this. So once we get to this point, it's boom, boom, boom. They have to get out of there before sunrise and they need to kill these people essentially um but they're not murderers <laughs> um my favorite amanda line is near the end is coming up soon so uh it's gabriella's turn this is the trap i hate the most and it's really fucked it up it pisses me off the way because the first time i saw it second time i saw it and third time i saw it i saw, i thought why the fuck did you do it that way okay so gabriella's trap she is hooked by her one ankle in the opposite wrist, and she's, like, dangling in the air, um, essentially. And then there's this radiation machine that's in front of her, and the radiation machine is turned on. She's given, like, a hammer, basically, and she has to... Like a fucking mallet. Yeah, she has to break her wrist and her ankle to be able to get it out of the shackle, essentially. So, um, she... Goes to do the hand first. Smart. You do the hand first, you're back on the ground. You have free range to move. Yeah. You can stand, you can turn, you can walk away, you can move away from the radiation machine. Cecilia tells her, no, no, no. Do your foot first, because then you'll swing out of the way. But then you're still immobilized in the air. You can get out of the way on the ground just as easily. I yeah. don't understand why she does this because she does she does the foot first, she swings out of the way, and of course 
the machine moves over with her. And it burned the shit out of her. This is the most... Because A, she didn't deserve this treatment. She deserved the easier trap. Yeah. Which, I guess this is the easier one because it's easier to survive because it's easier to smash your hand than it is to tear out your own brain matter, I think. But if you survive, best case scenario, you're deformed forever. Worst case scenario, you have cancer. Why is John giving people cancer? Anyway, she does get out of it eventually, but her face is fucked. She falls to the ground. She's about to get medical attention, and what do you fucking know? Parker has a gun and is like, ha ha, I'm working with that blonde devil. And I'm fucking her too. And it's mediocre. I'm sure it's less than mediocre. Yeah. And then fucking Cecilia smacked Amanda. I've been wanting to do that since the moment I met you. I was like, you don't know who you're fucking with. Also, Amanda was so chill this movie. Like, weirdly chill. But, like, in, like, a really, like, powerful way. Yeah. And I loved it. it. She, capital A, acted. I was gonna say, she's chill right until this moment. Because Cecilia snaps Gabriella's neck. Yeah, that part. And Amanda is Oh my god. John's like, it's not fair. She, she completed did it. her game. She did her time. We she need, won. We need to get her medical attention. <coughs> and she's like... Nope, money. Click. Nope, just fucking... That no money was for so me. fucked up. Cold. What'd she call her? Like a cold-hearted, crazy bitch or something? Yeah, I think something like that. Evil bitch or something. Yeah. You crazy evil bitch. <laughs> so, she now... Believe she has the upper hand. She locks Amanda with a shackle. Um, and then locks John into the trap that uh, she was in previously. And she... <laughs> she... This is my favorite line of the movie... Or of Amanda's line. Because... So she traps John in the thing. She's got Amanda. And... They hear this, like, ball bouncing outside, and we see Carlos on the monitor. And Cecilia's like, I'm going to make through, make you go through your own trap, but I know you're about to die anyway, so it's not going to mean as much unless I make you watch something innocent suffer. And Amanda laughs, and she goes, If you think I'm innocent. Like, I love the way she does that. I love that line reading. And Cecilia's like, not for a second. Not you. And then goes outside and grabs Carlos. The little boy. And he's this very skinny, huge eyes. Like he's got these big, bug, beautiful little brown eyes. Like he's such a They said he was the soccer star. And he's just like kicking his little ball against the wall. Like I just, I love this small child. Also, you'll learn very soon Carlos is a straight up fucking gangster truly honestly cold hard g is what carlos is so i I feel like jigsaw and carlos were like homies till the day jigsaw died yes and carlos is a billionaire until the day he dies so um so he she brings in carlos and straps john is devastated yes and so it this whole time cecilia has been on a trap that is two-sided there's someone else that's supposed to be on the other side of it. 
So they trap John in, and then they trap Carlos on the other side. It, um, like, pulls them down to where they're laying flat on their backs. And they're on this, like, a teeter-totter, basically, but laying flat. And they've got these levers next to them. This is my favorite trap of the movie. Um, and blood starts pouring down from the ceiling. So, like, being waterboarded. But bloodboarding. Bloodboarding. I thought that was so fucking cool. So fucking cool. It looks incredible. The it, way it, looks it looks so fucking crazy. It, it, it's, it, it induces anxiety the way it's shot because it well, feels so visceral the way it like the sound design of it falling into his face. So it's falling onto both of them. It's coming down on hit Carlos and John. And just to just to interject for a second, yeah. I think it's important to keep in mind that Waterboarding is a technique they use on war criminals yes. to get them to speak. And, and they're using, a, it's being used on a child. Yes. It's, like, this child probably thinks he's dying. It's something that, like, I think, like, the highest of the high military, I don't know if that's a Green Berets or Navy SEALs or whatever, that, like, they're trained in sometimes because, like, it's the worst possible thing you can go through. Like, people say it's, like, worse than drowning, basically. It is the exact simulation of drowning. It is one of the worst things you can experience as a human being. Yeah, so it may not look like if you're not as familiar with that, like it may not like look what that bad. Waterboarding you're like, is. oh, like blood it's going no, it's like Like you, it's like being splashed in the face. No, it's not the same. No. You're mentally you think you are d- dying. Drowning. You feel like yeah, you're And you and, and people do die like that. Obviously it's a it, you, you will die. If yeah. You're drown, it, it is drowning. You will drown if it's done for long enough. So while it's happening to both of them, John Lee er, grabs this little lever, and right before they get pulled down, he looks at Carlos and he goes, "No hala," because hala is pulled. Don't he goes, pull. No hala, and so they get down on the thing. He pulls his little lever, and the thing tilts so that John is upside down and Carlos is tilted up, and Carlos's side of blood stops. Yes. So he's looking at John, seeing what's happening, and John is literally drowning in blood. Yeah. Amanda's freaking out. <laughs> and sweet Carlos. This little boy, first of all, is acting his tiny ass off. And the look on his face, he like, he looks at John and kind of like shuffles his feet a little like where he's like sitting. And he like grits his teeth and he grabs this fucking lever and pulls to save John Kramer's life. Why am I emotional? Oh my God. I literally started crying in the theater. I was like, no, because then when the water, when the blood stops on John, he goes, Carlos, no holla, no holla. And then he pulls the lever back. So then he's getting the blood and he's holding on to the lever. So Carlos is like trying to pull it back to help him, but he can't. And Mm. I'm sobbing in the theater. Kevin Greiter, go fuck yourself. It was so, it was. It's a beautiful, emotional moment. Again, Carlos is a straight up He's like. Cold hard gangster. This I man, can't watch that happen, you know. No, I gotta like, help. Like that's my friend. That's my buddy. He woke up, he helped me. He's my friend. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna help my friend. And it's just oh god, I love this moment. And as this is happening, uh Cecilia and Parker have gone upstairs to get their money and their things. Because Parker's like, like, I can't look at this anymore, basically. <laughs> Oh you, oh, you can't watch the child being murdered, but you're, you can murder the child. Okay, whatever. Right. So. They're going to look for the money. Yes. Because John 
took all the money and had it in cash in this room where they he was watching from earlier. Yes. It was like basically like their control room and that's where they had Parker locked up previously. And we forgot to mention that they told him his rule for his game was no guns. Yeah. So they Just took his gun. My rule. Yep, and then um, that's when he came out with his gun earlier. So all of those things happened in this, like, main kind of control room. Yeah. So that is where Cecilia and Parker are right now looking for the money yes. and then while this trap is happening. So they're they, distracted. Yes. They grab the duffel bag that they think all the money's in, and a timer starts. And on the soundtrack, you hear the song of all songs the sound of all sounds, the fucking beautiful Hello Zep. And if you're watching this, I'm going to show you what I did in the theater when I watched this because I was waiting for this moment. This I this is, first of all, one of the greatest songs of all time to ever be in a movie. Hello Zep, like the dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun. Like, I just fucking <laughs> love that. So when it finally happens in the movie, I literally, I so you're sitting like this in your movie theater seat, I literally, like a meerkat, just like stood in my seat and was like, guys, guys, <laughs> like in the middle of the theater. Katie's Something's happening. I was like, guys, I'm not okay. Um, so oh, that would have scared me more than anything that happened in the movie. I, I wasn't was like, being ah! loud about it, but I was like, I the, like your cat. Quick in my, movement though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so as this is happening, um, they, all their money is out of the bag. It's out of the duffel bag and it's filled with all these, uh, invoices like, of her, like scamming all these people as this is playing in the background. And then I think that's when a, um, does his like recording start about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, I fucking knew that Parker was in on it and I knew that you guys weren't going to follow the rules. And while she's like looking through these, he looks down at the trap and he goes, Cecilia, if it was just you left and he didn't know I was involved, who was supposed to be the other person in your trap? And they all, they both just kind of stop and then the door swings closed and then all the blood stops. Because, of course, John Kramer still has the fucking upper hand because he knew the whole fucking time that they were going to turn on him and that he was going to end up in that trap. But it was Mm -hmm. supposed to be him and Amanda. He did not. That's why he makes uh, the comment a terrible unforeseen consequence. Unforeseen consequence, yeah. Uh, Because, again, it was supposed to be him and Amanda and they were just going to share the, you know what I mean? It was just Mm going to be fine for a couple minutes. It was going to suck. But, of course, he was going to sacrifice himself for Carlos. But Carlos is a fucking amazing kid. So all this gas starts pouring into the room that Cecilia and Parker are in. And Mm -hmm. he's like, you guys suck. Um, Only one of you can live. Uh, There's one hole in this room that you can stick your head out of to breathe. And otherwise you're going to die from this gas poisoning. Bye. Just like, bloop. Yep. And literally, it's just like a little, like, head hole that you can stick your head out of to breathe and it's burning their skin and it's fucked up because parker had made a comment when he saw her he's like you know i'd die for you babe and it's like would you though and he wouldn't he does die but she has to kill him it's i wish she would have killed herself too i'm so pissed that she lives because like at the end it's funny because she's sticking her head out the hole and the like uh gas stops and Amanda and John and Carlos are standing there looking at him. And she's like, hey, 
hey, help me. And they just walk out. It's just really fucked up um, that she lives. I just hate that she lives. You know, I just yeah. really wish she would have died. But then again, how are you going to get out of there? in that room. Yeah, she just has to live there and maybe she'll end up How dying. do you get out of there? Yeah, maybe she'll just die. Because, I mean, earlier he said, like, I'm sure about people being in the warehouse forever. I was going to say, I'm sure that, like, her breathing in even a little bit of that probably gave her cancer. So she's going to die soon anyway. And yeah. as they're walking out, sweet bloody Carlos gets a giant bag full of money. Millions of dollars. Eight the, million dollars is what little, was stolen from. The little kid, his face, he just, like, looks at him, he's like, Gracias. Gracias. Like, he's so happy. He's like, I'm so rich. And they're in Mexico, like, I can't, like, how much more. I know. Just, like, make it, like, the going home to dollar. his mom or dad or whoever, like, he lives with and just being like, hey, I made money. Why are you covered in blood? It doesn't matter. Um, and then the parents open the bag. They're like, actually, we don't care. Go take a bath. Um, We're going to go get steak dinner tonight. We'll take a bath on the way. Take a <laughs> To our new house. <laughs> like, we're going to go buy a new house and then take a bath. This like, is, this is, like. Like, move to the beach money. Literally. Like, this is I like so happy. Top shelf tequila money, okay? It's like, what do you want for dinner? Like, I'm so happy. Go buy yourself a toy. So, uh, all in all. Get two. Also, on me. they're going to need to save, I don't know, maybe half of it uh, for Carlos's therapy that he will need for the rest of his life. My God. But the relationship between John and Carlos... I wish that John could have lived longer and then, because John always wanted a kid and he almost had a son, little Gideon, and he could have had a little son, baby Carlos, and they could have been little, little cool kids together. And that's what I want. This is what's wrong with us. I know. (laughs) We're horror movie fans that are like, but I just want John Kramer to have a happy family. This movie really humanizes him, okay? I know. Oh, my God. So, I thought it was... Uh, so, yeah, then we get the epic ending scene. Credits huge as they walk out into the sunlight. Like, it was fucking epic, if I'm being honest. And then the credits roll. And I, again, I heard in this before I went to this movie, hey... Hoffman comes back in this movie and not just as a voice. And I'm like, so where's my stinger? And there, did you not see the stinger scene? No. You didn't see the stinger scene? No, I was trying to get ready. It's literally my favorite part of the entire movie. Well, I rented the movie for 48 hours, so. Um, just tell me go that. in there and watch. But yes, it's literally my favorite part of the movie. It's fucking incredible. Um, they end up, so we open in the shit bathroom from the first movie and Henry is hanging from the ceiling, the black guy from the beginning, and he's got no shirt on because he's got no scar and uh, Kramer, John Kramer walks around and he goes, where's your scar Henry? And there's like this device on him and fucking Hoffman walks around he's also in the bathroom and he takes the gag off of uh like henry's mouth and he goes and he goes fucking over john kramer i call that epic bad luck and then his little device on his stomach starts and it ends and it's so fucking cool i was so excited i again i love hoffman 
I literally was standing at this point in the theater because I was at the very top. I was in the back. I wasn't bothering anybody. <laughs> and most people had left, but I knew that it, there was good. I okay, just I'm going to have to watch it when I get home. And I just like stood and I was like, <sighs> See, I, I didn't so even know happy. there was going to be a stinger. I would have, I absolutely watched, but I was like. I was going to say, we can watch, I'll show you out of here. I'll just fast forward to the end. Okay. It's so good. Um, So I was just so happy. I know we've been talking for, I don't even know how long at this point because. We just haven't done this in forever. I know. Um, I missed it so much. But there's just so much good about this. All these movies have so much to say. Uh, You know, this one just, again, it's a return to form. It's everyone that's been involved in these movies since the beginning um, doing a service to the fans. And Kevin Groener did say that Stinger scene was the most fan servicey thing he's ever done in his life. I don't care. I appreciated it. Um, (laughs) But this is them. I just felt like it was them recognizing what the fans want and love about this franchise and why we've stuck around for so long and made it into a good movie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They elevated it to where horror is now and, but still stayed true to the giallo colors, the crazy gore, the epic storytelling, the, the the operatic, yeah, the soap opera, you know, like, twists and turns and all this like flashback shit and but made it uh, like just so fucking good just a crisp oh i love this movie um sorry so i do think here soon we should uh do like a shorter video where we rank the saw movies um like our favorites Mm -hmm. um and i think we should do that for a few franchises didn't we do like a saw versus a final. Do you remember a saw versus final destination kills? We, we did our favorite kills from those, those franchises. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. no, I would be. I would be super down. Um, I would love to do a Halloween one. Yes, I would. Yeah, just like the bigger franchises, just like kind of rank them. Like, I, mean, I feel like we already did our personal scream. favorites. Yes, we did scream. <laughs> but there's nothing else. I mean, we we could say more, but but yeah, just like take the really big ones and just like this is my personal favorite countdown. Um, you know what I just thought about. Have we covered a zombie movie yet on the podcast? I don't think we have. There's been some zombie-esque stuff in VHS. Yeah, we'll have to... I was watching those... There's so many good ones. Yeah, maybe like a 28 Weeks Later or something. I was going to say, Jeff hasn't seen 30 Days of Night. Oh, the vampire movie? Yes. One of my favorite... It's like one of my... I think it might be my favorite vampire movie. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, um, that's to come. I think next we're probably going to do It Follows, just... It's so good. It's and been we're preparing ten years since that's come out now. Yeah, it's ten years, and we're preparing for they follow the hopefully this year release of they follow. And I'm pretty sure that disaster piece is returning to they do better. the soundtrack. They better. That's the best part of that movie. I and it's a great movie. There's so many good things about it, but disaster piece's sound is so good. If you guys uh, watched our or heard our guess the score episode from like last year. Uh, that was one of the answers because that soundtrack is so fucking iconic. We have it at work at Black Circle <laughs> I and I'll it. play it. I want it so bad. Um, so I'll yeah, I think that's going to be next. Again, I'm going to try to get back to week re- weekly releases um, just now that things have settled down and everything. Although I hurt myself. Uh, <laughs> if she doesn't lose any more limbs. Yes. So, um, and then we're going to get more involved with the TikTok and the Twitter and all that. Um, so while we do that, and get more involved, you should go and follow us. We are on Instagram, at Living Dreadful, 
TikTok and Twitter or X, whatever. Mine still says Twitter. Um, as barely living dreadful. It's been that long since I've updated it. Oh my god. Um, at barely living dreadful, and then barely living dreadful at gmail.com with comments, questions, concerns, and all that. And of course, follow us and like and share the YouTube and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah. Until next time, stay, stay spooky. spooky. Bye. Bye.